Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release from Production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after they put up big important news. With us today, Bernard Toyo, Chairman and CEO of HPQ Silicon. The company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol HPQ. For those of you new to the story, and there's going to be a lot yet because they're really moving along quickly, especially in the second half of 2019, the company is planning on becoming a vertically integrated silicon metal producer with the goal of being at the lowest cost and the lowest carbon footprint. Sounds like a lot, but more than just lip service, they've actually proven and advanced their pure vat process with world-class partners uh, and are preparing for pilot plant uh, launch this quarter. Uh, their partners are Pyrogenesis Canada, a global leader in plasma torch technologies, and Apollon Solar, one of the world's leaders, leaders in renewable energies. The headline today, HPQ Silicon enters into discussions with battery manufacturer, Bernard, welcome back to the show. Thanks, George. This seems like a pretty big press release here. You're entering into discussions with a battery manufacturer. Uh, what does that mean exactly, entering into discussions? I know you had to, you couldn't say a lot because you've entered into an NDA at the same time, but you know, what does that mean for everyone at home? It's a big step forward. It's really a big step forward. Um, it demonstrated the pure app can attract interest uh, for what we're doing. And it demonstrated HPQ has a very strong um, future that is much wider than ever we ever anticipated when we started this. Uh, the, this for me is, is an important step in the sense that there is interest for what we're doing. And I think in the, in the battery space, we, we are going to have an incredible leadership position basically because of the pure vat. So you mentioned in the press release that this is a very sophisticated and, ex and experienced party. What was their main point of interest? Was it, what was it that they liked the most about the, about the technology that got them to this interest level where they're in discussions and signing an NDA with you? Two-phase. One of them is, and that's a, that's a point that people have to understand. In, in the energy space, the silicone use, um, the material use comes out of the ultra high purity material. And the reason being that battery manufacturer like to have a material that's 3N. And 3N isn't done by, by a metallurgic process other than ours. And so basically everybody uses either electronic grade silicone metal, solar grade silicone metal, byproducts of that, basically scraps of that and try to use it and say, you know, it's cheap. The thrust of the battle of silicone entering the energy space in a massive way, basically silicone becoming the third peg of the battery space, which peg number one being lithium, peg number two presently being graphite, peg number three is, is what they call other, but silicone is going to be a big one. And eventually over time, we will replace, you know, graphite with silicone. Uh, one of the main problems with it 
is that material exists, can be used, can be made, but are way too expensive for the industry to accept. I'm gonna give you a small idea. Uh, as part of another project that we're working in the silicone space for, for batteries, uh, we ended up buying some small samples of competitor products. Well, it cost us $28 a gram. Wow. That's $28,000 a kilogram. That's $28 million a ton. Okay. So, as, and I think I've said that in previous interviews and anything else. The price of that material is too high for wow. the general market. But it is there just lately. Aprius, one of the companies has been the leading founding of that, which do some ultra pure silicone for batteries using a very complex product that only Airbus buys for their space system. Okay. Well, Airbus needs so much that, that they bought a big chunk into Aprius. Okay. So this is the main issue with the, the, the silicone for energy space. The people that are in that space are not silicone metal producers. They are, they could be solar, they could be walker, they can be electronic grade, but they're not, they don't have our technology. So the discussion with the, uh, the, the battery manufacturer actually started with them saying, you know, can you furnish us some, some, some porous silicone wafers? Well, I understood how to make, you know, 3N material, lower grade material and wafers that I understood because that's what we worked in the solar space. I had no clue how to make porous silicone wafer. And this is where the, this is where the advantage of having the depth of technical expert like we had. Um, I ended up having some, my, 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 my technical discussion with guys at Apollon and I approached the system of, would you know how you make, how do you make porous silicone wafer? And then they just remember says, we have a patent to do that with metallurgy grade silicone metal. So originally my discussion with- That was serendipitous. That's, well, that's the advantage of being well-connected and having right. access to, to people. This is what we've been building in the last three years. It's not sexy, it's not flashy, but it's damn, damn important. Um, so we have a long-term good relationship with Apollon. We made them realize that they had a valuable asset that we could work together. Well, a valuable asset if you add it to our pure vapor process. Um, and then we started discussion with the battery manufacturer. So... It evolves from all these issues. It actually evolved from them just being, can you make us, you know, wafers of silicone using 3N material to, yes, we're now interested in looking at doing porous silicone wafer with the technology for, uh, from Apollon. So it's the natural progression of having an ongoing open discussion. But since these are highly technical issues, every parties end up seeing, signing NDAs and you got to get everybody on board in, in, into how it works. So. That's literally how it evolved, but it's fun. What is our key advantage is our ability of the pure vat and the flexibility of the pure vat. So we are one of the few, I think we are the, the only one, okay, that can enter this market. Now, the, the insane selling price, I'm telling you. For that, now, that's saying okay? something, I got to admit, that, that's saying something. Well, it's, you use the word serendipity. That's literally what it is. All the work we've done to get us there for solar makes us incredibly well positioned for, um, for uh, the battery, the energy storage space, which is about to explode. We knew about this. And it's funny because this morning I had a discussion, and I know how much you like to bring back the idea of Elvin Musk and everything else. But I think in this regard, I'm more following the Jeff Bezos philosophy, okay? We're building it and then you discover, oh, there's a market for this there and it becomes big. 
So it's more that approach than being, you know, flamboyant and says, you know, we're going to change everything. It's really structurally sound. The technology we have, the technological partners are strong. Now we're starting to have some technology and we're just, like I said, we're just tipping the iceberg. Investment uh, in the, and it's, 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 the more I start to talk about it, so, so we'll talk more about also the, the news from the NARS, but that's also what it brings. We have a worldwide expert from the university here and just around Montreal, not far away from where we are, our, lab, our, our, our pilot plant, that's going to be able to validate the material that we're doing for, for commercial people. So that's very important. Um, it just seems like yesterday, though, it was August 19th, where you had a quote where you said, we're going to start meeting with end users. That was the gist of the of, of part of your quote, and 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 um, you know at the time it's like okay, you know that that seems like pretty quick. You're starting to meet with end users, but here we are, November, and you've already got serious discussions going on with the battery manufacturer. So, um, George, that I, fa- I, was, that, was that was that faster than you expected? No, that was slower than expected. <laughs> and I'll t- I'll tell you why. I don't say something. Okay, I've learned from experience. I try not to say something, okay, where I'm not pretty well advanced in the project. I'll give you an example. Professor Hui, I've been working with him since 2016. But it's because in the R&D work that we're doing, the timelines are so long that, okay, now it's time. You understand? I, it's a chess game. You have to, it's, it's, that's the way the business is. You have to be, you have to be thinking four or five, six steps more, more ahead. And, and that's what we're doing. Um, so was it faster? No, it should have been much quicker. Why? I'll give you some weird reason. We ended up dealing with two different languages. You know, one party spoke English, the other party spoke French. I was stuck in the middle playing both of them. And then it took longer than it should have. Uh, so very, this came about sooner, but it just took a while to finally it, paper But it. everything takes everything takes longer than you would like to. This is why I think I'm going to have to use the uh, the the uh, the famous sentence from Peter Pascali of, of Pyrogenesis. Everything is imminent, but imminent is sort of like you know. And but on that note, mm-hmm. on that note, do you have a sense of how long this discussion? And I'm not trying to pin you down to a date, but you know, do you have a sense for how long? this discussion um, phase might be or how long it gets until they finally start evaluating the technology. Cause I'm presuming given the speed of what's going on in the battery in, in the battery market, um, companies are moving fast. Uh, that's my assumption. You can't see, what can you tell us about generally how long until you know if, uh, if, if you're getting married? Well, first of all, I'm not really looking at this stage of getting married. I'm looking at becoming their choice supplier because I have a unique unique position. Uh, They're developing a new technology and that needs porous silicone wafers. We're developing the process to do that. We have a pilot plan that's going to be operational. So the timing is just perfect as we work together. People have to realize that to, to, to validate the product of a batteries. Okay. Is it takes multiple cycles. And then you repeat those tests and do the long time. So it's not, it's not going to be instantaneous, but it, it, I'm in a position now where I can start to work on this as all the other steps are moving forward. So it's a question of having multiple projects in parallel, moving in steps, moving in the right, right direction. The key point for us, at the PureVap stage now, is on, we only need to demonstrate that we can reach 90% conversion rate. 
okay? Uh, which for us, it doesn't seem to be that big of a technical challenge for, for multiple reasons that are sort of internal to us. But that's, that, that's our big challenge to get the system to work there. Uh, but that's the only like technical risk left of the project only. I think we're, that's, that's my understanding of where we are. So now I'm much more focused on finding products that have high niche application, silicon for solar as an extremely high niche application. And when I look at what happened in the history of solar grade silicon metal, I can foresee that the same thing is going to happen. It's going to be, volume is going to be dictated by price. And whoever can be the price leader is going to be the, the winner. Okay. So my competitors are not from the silicon space, so they buy their raw material. Okay. I saw an article, uh, which was uh, some, some people were completely excited about the circular side. We can recycle solar panel and make material for solar, for, for uh, energy storage battery because it sells for $44,000 a kilogram. That's not what the industry wants. I happen to have a good idea what the battery industry wants. And I strongly believe that with Apollon's wafer technology and other things that we're working on uh, with Pyro, um, we will be able to come up with a solution where we can meet that, their price demand and for us generate significant return for our shareholders. And we don't need to raise billions of dollars of capital to do that. You touched on uh, in the press release uh, how the meeting came about with you know discussions in the industry and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, how is the battery industry discovering HBQ? It's gonna be it's gonna be working with Professor Rule coming out with coming out with technical results. Um, like how did these guys, for example, this this undisclosed company, how, how did they come about? Uh, it's you'd be surprised. The more we start talking to third parties, a third party, and we we right. talk to we talk to some parties saying we're looking at this for silicone for batteries, and they says, oh, I know this battery company that's looking for that, and then you know we start we started to talk. And that's most, that's most often the way it is. Eventually, um, you know, we will go out and we'll have the pilot plan operation. We'll bring people, we'll have sample material to start. This was done, you're right, it was done very, very fast. Although I always, you know, if you look at it in retrospect, it's pretty fast. If you look at it and when you're going through it, it's slow. That's just yeah. the way it is. But this is more uh, on spec discussion because if we succeed and there's no reason for us to, to doubt we, can, we won't succeed um, to make the silicone wafer that, that they're looking for. Uh, that was just that, you know, they, as you said, serendipitous. They, they were looking for solution to do that and we came back to, to do this. You have to realize that a lot of the money has been done in R&D for high efficiency batteries was done either in military space or very expensive level, okay? Because it's done for very limited things. Now what we have to do is figure a way to bring that research down to the cost, which is, if I look at this in perspective, and this is why I gave this example to you, I think many, many times, about the Tomenko War, okay? People thought Tomenko was because they were hiding, not divulging, no, it was just nothing else in the technology war between two processes to, to make it. The, the chemical process and the metallurgic process, chemical one, metallurgic loss, but the price collapsed afterwards. So if you base your business plan on the insane selling price, you won't make it. But I'm uniquely right. positioned with, the, with the, the Gen 3 
to figure a way to make money at the insane prices. Well, I fully understand that that's not, that's not going to be my end price. So this is why I'm, I, I'm very interested in being in discussion with people in the industries, but I don't want to lock myself in right now. Last question. This part, you announced a partnership with INRS on mm -hmm. October 31st. Mm -hmm. um, and in the past, devil's advocate, you've actually said, Oh, a lot of guys doing R and D with universities and schools, and they're so you know they're they're way behind. How does this differ? Why is it why is it so important? It's not the same thing. What I've always said was this: um, you have a university professor has an idea at lab scale, okay, and the problem goes in scaling it up. That doesn't mean that the university is not an expert in this field of testing the material. In this case, we are approaching them and saying, this is our product. Can you evaluate it for, um, for battery application, for energy storage application? And he's a world-renowned expert on silicone for, for, for lithium-ion batteries. So it, it fits very, very well. Um, you know, there, there is a good environment, environment to get that R&D part financed by government grants and everything else so that we could be looking into it, which is the same thing we did in the gold project where it was the NAS that was financing most of our research that we were doing for gold at the beginning before we, went, we started to be more aggressive. So that fits well into the entire model. And once you have research, see, a lot of our end buyers are going to want independent validation, Okay. And that's why I want to bring that up because I see here the second phase is performance testing. And that's what I was going to ask. Is this hey. independent party validation? Even though you've got pyrogenesis and FMO solar. But they're uh, not independent. They're partners. Okay. The NAS is independent. Because of course not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that. University. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's, yeah, yeah. We have to be very cautious about this. Like it's, it, to a buyer, pyrogenesis opinion is going to be great, but they're going to want an independent. For right. what we're doing right now, when we're going to have to, publish some material about the work we've done, the results we have, having a university professor there adds into it. The guys of Apollon, when they started this in the solar business, told me what made the difference to attract people was being able to publish scientific paper um, on what's going on. So we'll have to, just what we issue in the scientific paper and make sure we keep most of the secret to what we're doing inside. And I noticed that the first goal is they're gonna evaluate the commercial potential of materials pro produced by Pure Vapt as an anode material, and then they're going to go to the performance testing. So, do you have an ETA for how that looks like when you start getting it's when you start a, publishing, it's you it's know, performance thing. testing and so on and so it's forth? The same, it's the same thing. It's just like two different type of tests. It's like when you put them in half battery right. self and you do cycle life and everything else, charge them, discharge them, and everything else. And the other ones are okay. Can you can you manufacture? Can you take that material and manufacture it in a, in a semi-commercial scale? But those are all issues that, you know, we knew we were going to address in the solar and now we're addressing in the battery space. But I think the battery space is going to take off uh, uh, even more aggressive. Uh, I think there was an article, I think it was on Fortune or on Forbes, I'm not sure. I think it was Fortune, uh, which basically um, said energy storage is what coal was in the 1900, oil was in the 20th century. In the 21st century, sure, it's literally sure, it yeah. no one's gonna argue with that. So, that's for sure. so, and I'm not like the beauty of silicone, it's not a resource that you can say, I have a deposit of you know millions of tons of lithium, brine. It's not that, it's, it's, it's a process. That's the point I'm trying to get people 
um, to understand it's our process that's really valuable. Our process allows us to make a material at a price that nobody really can do, a material that's really needed for the renewable energy crisis that we're going on. Right. Um, and it's going to allow people to, you know, if what we're doing works, your cell phone could work, you know, you could use it 24 hours a day and still only need one charge. Okay. So that's I hope not that. because up until now I use that dead, dead batteries as a reason why I couldn't speak to my wife. If uh, <laughs> if you if you could charge batteries for twenty four hours a day, I lose. That. You won't have any more excuse not to be reachable. No, no more excuses. Um, Bernard, congratulations on on this news. Uh, it's a big first step. I see it as a really really great not first step next step. Uh, it came faster than I expected for me. Slower than slower than for you. For obvious reasons but either way it's here now and uh congratulations looking forward to what you're going to come out with next because clearly uh the pure vap its technology and its products are being recognized out there so uh, I, i'm excited about what the rest of q4 will bring and then what we're going to see in 2020. thanks you've been watching bernard turnion chairman ceo of hbq silicon the company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange or the stock symbol HPQ. You've heard Bernard. Now you've got to do your due diligence. Start that at Agoracom. Get there, punch in the company's name or stock symbol. Take a look at all the profile information we've got, all the most recent press releases, and definitely watch the videos that we've done with Bernard over 2019. Watch them chronologically, and you'll see that whatever he's talked about has actually happened. As understated as he is, he makes it happen. And then use the link on Agoracom to get over to HPQ's website to do your final due diligence. But make sure you take a close look. They're doing great things, and, uh, and they're definitely worth looking into. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.